I'm Peter Sherman in for Oakley, and uh, God, I've been in for somebody all summer, and it's going to keep on being that way and uh, enjoyable for me. And you want to talk about enjoyable? You don't know the next uh, guest well yet. You will. He's the new Minister of Municipal Affairs, and uh, he spoke along with Premier Doug Ford this morning as the two men introduced the changes to Toronto's structure. He is a friend of mine and a former colleague, but I haven't called him minister yet, so uh, let me say this. Welcome to Global News Radio, Minister Steve Clark. Thanks. Uh, thanks, Peter. It's a pleasure to be, uh, be on the show. Well, a pleasure to have you, and uh, congratulations on the ministry. You were definitely the man for the job. I might say, uh, even though you might not, that uh, before he got into uh, provincial politics, Mr. Clark was uh, the mayor of Brockville. So uh, the municipal political game, uh, maybe not at the Toronto level, but he certainly understands uh, how it works. And uh, I know you well enough, uh, Minister, to... Uh, I'm going to call you Minister, because that's the right way to do it. <laughs> I could call you Clarky if we're together. Yeah, sure. but I could call you Shermanator. So that's yeah. right. So, <laughs> Minister Clark knows uh, pretty well how things operate. And, and I can tell you from knowing him well for a number of years, is that um, uh, in in getting prepared for this, there would have been some study. But I've got to say this. The apple cart got upset this morning, and uh, I thought, and I've mused publicly about this on the air, that uh, the current council operates uh, like 44 people would, going to 47, and I call them fiefdoms because they can't get together on anything. And I've supported a reduction publicly. But I have to ask you this. Why, Why right now? Well, you know, I think during the campaign, we heard very strongly from Ontarians that they wanted us to respect taxpayers' dollars. Uh, I think it will come as no surprise to anyone that uh, we wanted to uh, ensure that accountability and trust is uh, is put back into uh, not just provincial politics, but I think politics in general. And uh, you know, over and over again, as our premier traveled the province and as our candidates uh, traveled around, it became pretty obvious that uh, ensuring that uh, councils are streamlined and ensuring that uh, taxpayers' dollars are respected, I think it was uh, it was a very clear message on on June seventh that they wanted a government that uh, got some things done, and that's what we're doing. We're you know the premier announced this week we're going to sit for another two or three weeks. We've uh, already passed our Urgent Priorities Act. We've uh, tabled our uh, our Cap and Trade Cancellation Act. And the Premier felt, anybody who watched the press conference this morning knows how passionate the Premier is about the municipal level of government. Well, it seems to me like uh, you guys wanted to get as much out the door as you possibly could in a short period of time, and I applaud you for that. If I were still there with you, I think I'd be right in there pitching. That said, um, I'm not, and a lot of other people are not, and and the the wonderment these days is not so much that you're doing what you said you're going to do. I think that's that's kind of fine. Um, I think what's strange here is this was uh, the day that at 2 o'clock, nominations closed until they didn't. Um, for basically any municipal office. So you introduce this, you put the kibosh on four regions uh, insofar as electing their chairs are concerned. Um, this this uh, seemed, from Tory's perspective and, uh, and some other people's as well, to be um, a little bit unfair. How do you respond to that? Well, again, I, I think we, uh, we received a clear mandate on June 7th to... Uh, to respect taxpayers' dollars, uh, but, uh, but at the same time, anyone who knows my premier knows that this is something that he's uh, he's talked about in the past. And uh, you know, I, I think uh, the proposed legislation, if it's passed, is is going to uh, allow Torontonians on October twenty second 
to vote for a streamlined council that uh, can make quick and efficient decisions in the best interest of taxpayers. I, I think to have a situation in a, in a proposed bill where the uh, electoral district of your member of parliament in Toronto is the same as your member of provincial parliament, is the same as your city councillor, I, I think that's a good thing. I think that's good public policy. I think that shows that uh, there's a willingness to, uh, on our government to to recognize that uh, the municipal government uh, level is very important. It's the closest level of the people. But also, we've got to allow Toronto Council to be able to make those decisions that matter to their citizens. We've got to get them to create more housing, uh, work on more infrastructure, deal with the transit issue. And, and, and our government believes the best way to do that is with a reduced council to allow them to, to make those quick and nimble decisions. Okay, well, it, it seems the reaction from council itself is the people who I would categorize, just my categorization, uh, as being from the left hate all of this, uh, as does the opposition leader at Queen's Park, uh, not surprisingly. The more right-leaning people say, uh, I've heard uh, the expression, bring it on. Is this, in your view, a reflection of progressives liking insulation while m- more minimalist people, and, and I'll say like you and like I, mm-hmm. uh, say, hey, let's use the resource as we need and get on with it. Yeah, there's no question that uh, that myself and my colleagues and my premier, we didn't hear on the campaign trail that uh, our citizens want more politicians. That's that's not the message that we received, and I think it's a it's a clear message that we want to deliver to the municipal level of government. Yes, we're uh, pressing a pause on on four municipalities. Yes, we're uh, putting them back to the 2014 election because of the the liberal bill that uh, that uh, that gave them that opportunity. There's problems. Uh, with that, with that bill, so we're we're pressing the pause button on on only four regions. But what we're also doing is we're also opening up a consultation. You know, in a couple of weeks, we have the the largest municipal conference in Canada, the uh, the Association of Municipalities of Ontario or AMO conference that takes place in uh, in Ottawa. There's over 1,500 uh, municipal delegates, and yes, Toronto isn't a member of AMO, but I think it's a good opportunity for our government to uh, have that consultation begin not just about regional government, but also if there are other ideas that uh, that uh, member municipalities have to make government more efficient, to make that, uh, that streamlining and getting business done, uh, being open for business in Ontario. Our government is all ears, and I think we're going to open up the conversation with municipalities over the next couple of weeks uh, at the AMO conference. Probably I'll do something uh, more formal in the fall. But in terms of the candidates here locally, yes, uh, I understand that uh, there's going to be some angst because of the, the legislation, but I'm, you know, the proposed bill gives the opportunity for a candidate from from the, the original nomination date, which was today. We're going to move it to September 14th, which is the same date that uh, members would be uh, uh, familiar with uh, four years ago in the 2014 election. We're going to we're going to work with clerks. Uh, to ensure that uh, there's uh, some transitional items dealt with, that uh, so no candidate is caught uh, in the reporting section or the expense section. You know, we're, we're going to take our, our our time and working towards that September 14th date here in Toronto. But but I encourage those people who who said uh, things against myself and my premier today. Anyone who watched the premier today knows he loves Toronto, they know he loves the city, and, and, and he wants a council that does a good job, that's, uh, that makes quick decisions, and keeps the taxpayer's dollar front of mind. 
Okay, I, just one quick question. You used the word consultations with regard to AMO, the Association of Municipalities of Ontario, and, and that's always a good thing. The first thing out of uh, John Tory's mouth almost this morning was, how come no consultation? Well, you know, and then later in the uh, press conference, he acknowledged that the premier did talk to him about it. So, you know, I'm not going to I'm not going to disparage the mayor, but I think he did acknowledge that uh, there was a conversation with the premier. Uh, you know, I think he they had a conversation as well about the strong mayor system. You know, I'm I'm, I'm you know, if the mayor wants to talk to me about his thoughts on that, I'm 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 certainly open to hear his suggestions. But uh, I think anyone who knows my premier knows that this is something that uh, that he was interested in. We received a clear mandate. We're, we're going to make uh, you know some quick decisions. We're, we're sitting in the summer. This is serious business for us, and we want to make sure that the best decision with Toronto taxpayers' money is made. And, and I might add, reducing council by 22 members does provide over the four-year period a savings of $25 million uh, to uh, the citizens of Toronto. I think that's significant, and again, I think it's good public policy. Municipal Affairs Minister Steve Clark, or Clarkey, <laughs> this is the Shermanator signing off. Thanks, my friend. We'll talk, we'll talk again soon. Thank you. I'll look forward to it. That was uh, Steve Clark, Municipal Affairs Minister of Ontario, on uh, a subject which is now becoming obvious. I am Peter Sherman, and you're with Global News Radio 640 Toronto.